I want to talk about racism. Because I think it's a very weird thing that, biologically speaking, there are no human races. They just don't exist. But racism does exist. Racism is very real. And the question I'm asking is, is racism maybe in our biology? Are we born racist? Are we natural born racists? Is it like a part of the way our brains work? Or maybe not? So I will look at the neuroscience of racism to find out. My name is Dirk Schwindenhammer, and this is The Philosophical Pharmacy. So let me first talk about racism like as a definition. Racism means that we believe that people who look differently, that people with a different skin color, all have different traits, different character traits, and those character traits, traits are negative. We see people with a different skin color in a negative way, we judge them and we think they are, well, lazy, aggressive, um, unintelligent, or whatever. That's basically racism. Um, and some people say that's because of the genes, that's like biology, they are born inferior. Others say it's a matter of the culture they're from, which leads them to be this or that way. Both things are debunked. Both things are not real. Biologically, very clear. The only difference between me with, say, a white skin and a person with a black skin is that we have different skin colors. <laughs> that's, that's basically all there is to it. No character traits. And even when you look at culture, it's not really a thing. No. So, um, why do we, however, have racist beliefs? Let's look at some findings from neurosciences where scientists were <laughs> looking inside the brains of people while they were experiencing certain things. And we need to see that our brains, all of our brains, not only white folk brains or black people brains or whatever, all human brains are very, very sensitive to skin color. Um, skin color is perceived by the human brain quicker than anything else. Skin color is perceived very, very quickly and automatically inside the brain, only rivaled by detection of sex, <laughs> which kind of gives you an idea of how our brains really work, right? And um, this seems to be important. So yeah, we are very quick in seeing whether this um, person there is male or female, very generally speaking, but we're even quicker saying, oh, that's a dark skin, that's a white skin. So this is a basic function of the brain. Now, there was an experiment. <laughs> people were shown pictures of other people. Those participants in this experiment, they were black and white. And black and white, that's what the researchers um, labeled them. It's an American experiment. They took black people, they took white people, and they showed them photos of black and white people. And they measured the activity inside the brains of those people. Hmm. If a white guy saw a picture of another white guy, and this happened <laughs> in the brain, nothing happened. 
a black guy, see the picture of a bread of a black guy, the brain is chill. Once those participants, however, saw pictures of people with a different skin color than their own, the brain activated. Um, the brain was under stress. The brain was preparing for, ooh, this is something I don't know. And interesting about this is, the pictures were shown to the participants of um, on this test very, very, very briefly. So they were shown a picture just bam, like this, and then you, they were asked, what did you see? And, and they didn't remember, they didn't know. <laughs> so um, the consciousness hadn't yet seen and realized what was there. But subconsciously, the brain was much, much quicker. And the brain had already registered, oh, that's someone with a different skin color, and the brain was under stress. The brain, very quick, very sensitive. Another experiment. Again, um, people were shown um, scenes. This time, I think it was a video. And, and in the video, someone hurt his hand. And we as humans, we are very empathetic creatures. We are very sensitive to the feelings of others. We empathize with them. And um, if a white guy saw the picture of a white hand being hurt, you could, uh, you could monitor in the brain that the, the guy felt the same pain or almost felt the same pain, that the same regions in the brain were activated as if he had himself hurt his hand. If he now, however, showed the white guy a black hand that was being hurt with a needle or something, there wasn't quite as much empathy. The brain stayed rather relaxed. There was not that much empathy when the white guy saw a black guy being hurt. And the stronger the implicit racial biases in that white guy were, the, the smaller the reaction. <laughs> so th that's another interesting thing, that here again, skin color does seem to have an effect. And it's an effect that is automatic. It's an emotional effect in the brain. We're talking about reaction in the amygdala, which is the area of the brain that detects threats. Um, and it's very immediate, very quick. So all this suggests that skin color is important for humans, but does this mean that we are automatically being racist? Not quite. What our brains do in this very, very fraction of a second. What our brain does is it tells us whether somebody we see belongs to our group or not. And this is what I call the second aspect of human behavior. It's about the group, meaning that the group we're in has a bigger influence on who we are than us being an individual has on us being who we are. So this is what the brain does all of the time. It, it checks the world and tries to decide, do I know it? Do I not know it? Is this part of my group? Is this not part of my group? This in itself is not racism because it's not a judgment and it's not even an action. This is a first very quick separation. <laughs> those are my group. Those are another group, in group, out group. 
Is this good? Is this bad? Well, up to this point, it just is. It's a natural reaction that does not automatically trigger an action. But if you now um, remember the, the experiment with the hand that was being hurt, if you now don't take a black hand or a white hand, but a purple hand, if you take a purple hand, all of a sudden the empathy is back. So a white guy sees a purple hand being hurt and oop, there's empathy, brain regions reacting. So this kind of means that skin color as such might not be the only thing that's important here. We already get a clue that it has to do a lot with the things we learned, the things we experienced, the way the culture we grew up in functions. If you look back at the experiment where people were shown pictures of other people and those pictures were shown to them like super quick so they couldn't really like make out what they saw. In the same experiment at another stage they were shown the same pictures but long enough for their consciousness to realize what they did actually see. And all of a sudden the reaction was different. What happens here biologically speaking is this. We see um, someone with another skin color and our brain says, oh, that's them. That's not us. That's them. That's a different skin color, not part of our group. So got to be careful. But as soon as mainly our prefrontal cortex sets in, as soon as the part of the brain sets in, which is re responsible for thinking, for logic, for reasoning, for morals, for values, all of a sudden, this part then has the effect that it calms down the amygdala and other emotional parts of the brain. So again, we see there is like an automatic reaction, different skin, kind of weird, got to be careful, and then education sets in and experience sets in, and it has an influence on our emotions. Another interesting experiment. If you do this photo thing, <laughs> But you don't use just random pictures. You use pictures of celebrities. And you show famous and admired white people and famous and admired black people. All the brains are chill. So, yes, the brain is very sensitive to skin color, which is just a means of the world to make a sense of everything, who belongs to me, who maybe doesn't. It's a precautionary thing. But what defines humans and what sets us apart from all the other animals and more precisely from the other primates, like the bonobos and, and chimpanzees and the gorillas and stuff, what sets us apart from them is culture and is the, the highly sophisticated way our prefrontal cortex works, our ability to learn, to, to reason, to develop morale. So when we talk about the way the brains work, we cannot only look at the automatic emotional system, the quick system in the brain. We also have, we must look at the slow system. And even the slow system is pretty quick, by the way. We have to take both things together. And we have to understand why our brains first act like this and then act like that. And what we see is something that we can then use to, to tackle racism. 
The brain tries to see whether someone belongs to my group or another group. And skin color is something that is like super quick in the brain. Brain says different skin color, different group. Okay, be it like that. But then our reasoning, our education, our experiences set in and kind of says, okay, it's a difference in skin color, but that's not a bad thing really. So what we need to do in order to tackle racism is we need to strengthen the fact that biologically we are in the same group. If, if the brain functions based on group decisions, we got to influence those group decisions. And this will be a much quicker and much more substantial way to tackle racism. <laughs> it's better to tackle racism by strengthening the fact that we are part of the same group, no matter what the color of our skin, than to sell some ideals based on some aloof philosophy. You can do this too, and this can help. But it's all about the group. Racism starts with us and them, and racism ends with it's just us. So yeah, there is a biological basis for dividing the world up in different skin colors, but it's also our biology to see through this. This is what makes us human, and this is what I believe we should do to tackle racism. My name is Dirk Schwindenhammer, and this was The Philosophical Pharmacy. If you enjoyed this episode, please like and subscribe, and more importantly, talk about it, share it with everyone you got. Um, this would make me really happy, it would really help, and I thank you, thank you, thank you.